This year has been tough on a lot of relationships. Some of you have almost killed each other during quarantine while others had sex in every corner of your flat enjoying the work from home situation to the fullest. But what about us, single girls? As time passed and the time frame of when things will go back to normal gets further and further away, I started to wonder, will I ever have sex again? Where am I gonna have sex and with who? Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Lulu and you are listening to One Night Stand. I'm a 23-year-old digital nomad and creative multitasker living in Barcelona. And with the help of guests, I will approach topics that no one really wants to talk about. I'll take you from a beginner's guide on how to give good head to the seamless One Night Stand stories. Not just mine, not just my guests, but also yours. I want you to share them with me and my Instagram at lululaflor. And let's get to it. Last year in November, after I finally broke up with my toxic ex-boyfriend, my life has been plagued by casual sex and unfulfilling flirtations, but I'm starting to realize that I may be part of the problem, specifically because I'm tragically prone to commitment, and as a result, even my one-night stands tend to look like I want a relationship. It's fucking clear that I'm overexcited and this approach isn't working since I scared them away after date number two. So after my birthday in February, I decided that it's time for me to learn how to casually date. But then of course, COVID happened. And I started to panic since I realized it's a terrible time to start dating. There's not even events where I could easily meet new people. So I booked a one-way flight to Brazil and waited out there with the family. Locked up in my grandma's Lebanese restaurant, I obviously got sexually frustrated and I ate my anxiety away. <laughs> When I flew back and adapted to my normal, crazy, socially active lifestyle of Barcelona, I decided to take this opportunity to slow things down and make more thoughtful decisions about who I spend my time with and who I let into my bed. Also, because these COVID rules keep changing, so first we could go to bars, then we couldn't, and it's already hard enough. So the first option was, I'm just gonna fuck someone I already know. So I called up this tall, cute guy I met before the pandemic and sincerely, I thought of him because he made me laugh and he had this really cool thing about him. He was tattooed, but not too much. He wore really cool rings, he was studying cinema and when he came around, he was still the same guy I met and had that amazing one I stand with. He's cute, cool, funny, but the sex was awful, boring. You know, like that Carrie episode where she had sex with that burger guy and they could hear the bus passing by? Yep. And to put the cherry on top of the bad sex, he simply just waited patiently until it was 6 a.m. so he could leave again. For real, I looked at my clock at 5.59, he was out the door. And the situation made me wonder, would he have left right after sex if we weren't on the curfew or would he have slept over anyway? I was gonna learn how to casually date this year, remember? And how did I manage? By not dating at all. I used to worry a bit about what other people thought of me. Not in a psychotic, insecure way, but in a way of like, fuck, I shouldn't have said that, or fuck, I shouldn't have sent that. And sometimes I barely examined what I thought of myself. And this year changed that. How could it not? I reconnect with my dad and my grandma, who is my biggest inspiration, and it is undoubtedly the most time I've spent with my family as an adult. And without boys and social distractions, all I could do was focus on what needed fixing, me. I began making a conscious effort to remind myself that my self-worth isn't connected to my circle of friends 
or having more money won't solve all my problems. Or even great sex doesn't automatically create a good relationship. In the past, it's like I always knew what I wanted in a partner, but ended up falling for the first cute guy who would show interest in me and make effort to be around me. But now I know who I want to be as a partner and as a person. We don't know what things will look like in the future, but one thing is for certain. The more we share about what we're experiencing sexually, the more free we're all going to be. So to discuss this topic further, I have a really cool special guest. Uh, she's a 28-year-old Swedish beauty that I met in Barcelona a few years back. Joss, Josephine Norberg, how are you, babe? I'm great, baby. How are you? I'm good. The sun is shining in Barcelona. How is the weather in Oh here? my god, I'm so jealous. I'm in Stockholm, baby. I'm in, oh my god, in yes. Sweden. Cool, yeah. and how's the weather there? No, it's 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 terrible, baby. You know, it's, <laughs> it's the first time I'm dealing with darkness in eight years. So, I mean, it's 3 p.m. and it's dark outside. It's raining. Oh, no, the snow was like was here for a day and then it melts. So it, what about sex toys? Do you use them to keep it warm at night? Yes, I do. I don't. I don't have a lot actually. I got it one from a girlfriend of mine in birthday present. Uh huh. Like, believe it or not, I have just one. But yeah, it's, me it's too, to be honest. Actually, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I only have one and it's like the best friend. <laughs> yeah, def- yeah. Whatever. I've been in a distance relationship as well. So it was like, there's some like... In the How long did it last, the long distance? It was like, we were together for one and a half year. But uh-huh. we basically spent half of that time being in a distance relationship. So it was... Okay. Going back and forth from Barcelona and uh, Sao Paulo, so uh-huh. it's kind of quite far. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, oh my God, it's like you have to cross the Atlantic Ocean to meet. That's yeah, and we can, and we do it every three to four weeks, which is pretty crazy. That's like, indeed very crazy. How how did you deal with this with with the pandemic? And you were with him still. Yeah, I was with him. Uh, so I moved there September last year, 2019. And then, yeah, the year was fine. I mean, we had the carnival. And then a few weeks after, it started to hit hard there and the lockdown. It, mm-hmm. it really affected me more, I think. I mean, because I'm such a, I consider myself a free spirited person. I need to have mm-hmm. my freedom to be able to go out. Yeah, you're a travel girl. Yeah, com- definitely. And just yeah. the fact that I was like, already moved to a different continent where I didn't know anybody and I was already kind of alone in that with the language and I studied uh-huh. the language and then I had some friends from Burning Man so I started hanging out with them and then they I helped them book some electronic music artists from to Brazil so I, I had still had some things to do but when all of that all the events got cancelled whole 2020 schedule got cancelled so there was no you know, didn't have an income for like mm-hmm. a year almost. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're starting to go down and your mental health, like being locked up in an apartment when you can, like we w- went for some walks outside, but it was- You were in Sao Paulo? Yeah. Yeah. But then they also, they, you know, they were like, okay, kind of give you the looks you shouldn't be outside. And then they closed mm. the gym. So I was like, okay, well, like doing some yoga at the, in the, the balcony but it, it really affected my my health in such a like after three months i was like i can't i can't be here anymore yeah. and it of course it hits your relationship really hard as well because when you are not in a good place yourself and the other person also exactly maybe, yeah so it was 
it was very hard it was it was yeah it took me i mean now it's been i've been here for like six months and i still travel but you guys broke up right i mean it's been it's been i mean that's the person i think i've been most in love with in my whole life so i've been actually suffering a lot of mental you know strike like i've been Mm -hmm. you know i've been feeling really really low and i couldn't really focus doing anything i couldn't focus on you know work or moving on there was still something inside of me every day waking up Mm -hmm. like okay i'm not gonna move back now what am i gonna do but i then considered like i i was just like but i'm not gonna be happy just like i can't continue you know escaping i just have to decide and you know now i'm here and i have to make the most out of where i am and you know work on myself and get back to the person that i was before because i broke down quite a lot after those months um during the lockdown so i've been the past months has been a lot of inner work and just finally starting to feel alive again and i'm seeing Uh you know the light in the end of the tunnel that's amazing that you took the time to, to listen to yourself and your body that's really yeah important. i think a lot know, of people you... have done that this year and i've heard yeah. a lot of different stories um even from single girls or girls that um were having a relationship uh that still took time for themselves i think the year 2020 was very special because of that i think i think it's good to throw yourself out there i would say like to, what we just say to all my girlfriends as well like don't have any expectations and don't like i yeah. keep you open like it's good to have options you know don't get stuck on one because mm-hmm. then you're fucked and then you're gonna fall in <laughs> and then you get too attached and you lose yourself i'm like eh, i like to have options you know i mean i'm going on a date now and it's at 5 p.m so you just have to start earlier <laughs> where did you meet him in raya actually as well okay so also dating app okay cool yeah well, i mm-hmm. hope you have a good first date uh you'll tell me on you, WhatsApp how it went and i want to thank you so much for participating this is the first episode of the one i send podcast and i hope that yeah. we will participate in more episodes that we can get oh, a little course. bit more anytime anytime <laughs> my love so good to talk to you yeah so good to talk to you too and for everyone that's listening joss is on instagram please follow her it's uh what's your at at joss uh Johnson Norberg so it's J O S S A N O R B E R G Johnson Norberg yes Johnson Norberg okay, baby thank you so much for participating i'm going to let you go to your beautiful date and we'll talk soon thank thanks you. a lot Good. thanks bye so baby bye so as you can hear it doesn't matter if you're single or in a relationship 2020 was here to show us that it was time to look within and take care of our lifestyle We spent a long while locked up in our heads and apartments getting to know ourselves so intimately that cutting ties with friendships, jobs or partners was inevitable. Now yes, we're picky. We're fucking picky. But before it meant being a bitch that just wants the perfect boyfriend. Now it means you're confident and you truly know what you want and you won't settle for less because you don't need to. You're good on your own and you should be proud. Please don't forget to follow this podcast on Spotify. I am Lulu and this is when I stand. Thanks for listening.